Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Gus Child. Today, we talking about something Jesus did that some think ain't done no more, and that's what shady doctors don't order. At least the doctors of the day who done bought into profit and our people not being naturally healthy. And what's that? Healing. That's right. Real deal healing. You know, so many don't believe God heals anymore for various reasons, mostly boiling down to unbelief. Apparently, God has met his match with the ailments and illnesses we got today so that there's nothing he can do to stop them. I think not. God says and asks in Jeremiah 32 verse 27 regarding himself, Behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I don't know what you think, but I side with God. King David definitely believed him because when he was blessing God for all the benefits he's given us in Psalm 103, he blessed him for healing all our diseases. And well, Jesus had this to say in John 14, verses 10 through 11. Don't you believe that I'm in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I say to you, I don't speak on my own, but the Father, as he remains in me, does his works. Believe me that I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. Otherwise, believe because of the works themselves. So if the Father healed all our diseases, Jesus said he did the same things. And if it was healing the Father did, so did Jesus. Well, let's look at a few of the healings Jesus did in the Bible. And you might be surprised to know that they weren't all cookie cutter, but just as creative as an ambrosia salad. Man, if I had some of that right now, (laughs) let's just get into the word. ways Jesus healed people was by laying his hands on them and in one particular account in Matthew 8 verses 14 through 15 he goes to Apostle Peter's house and there it says and when Jesus was coming to Peter's house he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever and he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and ministered to them so in this way he just touched her he laid his hands on her and she was healed the fever went away Another way people were healed was by touching Jesus. For this, we're going to look at an account of a woman who had a bleeding disorder for 12 years. But let me give you a little extra info to show you how serious her situation was in that it not only affected her life, but those around her and how she risked big time backlash the day she went to snatch up her healing. Now, just in case you don't know, 
women who ain't pregnant generally have this little thing called a menstrual period every month to release blood from the body which lasts anywhere from one to seven days and while it's something you may look forward to because it lets you know you can still have churn it ain't something that's necessarily convenient especially if you ain't trying to have churn so imagine being that this lady had a bleeding disorder she was dealing with this constantly for way more than seven days a month for 12 long years and child i don't know if you ever read the book or watched the never-ending story but it's like this lady had the never-ending period and back then women were considered unclean whenever they had it and had some heavy restrictions placed on them that just seemed like they make their lives just a tad bit unpleasant. I mean, on top of the possible cramps and bloating and other gifts of the period. Well, let's just see how restrictive it was according to Leviticus 15 verses 19 through 31. And it reads... When a woman has a discharge, if her discharge in her body is blood, she'll continue in her menstrual impurity for seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything also in which she lies during her menstrual impurity shall be unclean, and everything on which she sits shall be unclean. Anyone who touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Whoever touches any object on which she sits shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Whether it be on the bed or on the thing on which she's sitting, when he touches it, he'll be unclean until evening. If a man actually sleeps with her so that her menstrual impurity is on him, He'll be unclean seven days and every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. Now, if a woman has a discharge of her blood for many days, not at the period of her menstrual impurity, or if she has a discharge beyond that period for all the days of her impure discharge, she'll continue as though in her menstrual impurity. She's unclean. Any bed on which she lies all the days of her discharge shall be to her like her bed at menstruation, and every object on which she sits shall be unclean, like her uncleanness at that time. Likewise, whoever touches them shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When she becomes clean, from her discharge, she shall count off for herself seven days, and afterwards she will be clean. Then on the eighth day, she'll take for herself two turtle doves or two young doves and bring them to the priest to the doorway of the tent of meeting, and the priest shall offer the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement on her behalf before the Lord because of her impure discharge. And so you shall keep the sons of Israel separated from their uncleanness so that they will not die in their uncleanness by their defiling my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for the one with the discharge. Child, it was serious. You heard there it said, keep them separate from their uncleanness because it said by defiling his tabernacle, they could die. 
So it was pretty serious. And remember, anyone who touched the things that they lied on, if they, you know, laid down with them, if they was on something that they were sitting on, was considered unclean. After hearing that, you should better understand the seriousness and the desperation of the count of this woman's healing and the way that she went about getting it by touching Jesus, breaking all the rules. So let's just go ahead and get into the story in Mark 5 verses 25 through 34 where she actually gets her healing. And it reads, A woman who had had a hemorrhage for 12 years had endured much at the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not helped at all, but instead had become worse. After hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak, for she had been saying to herself, if I just touch his garments, I'll get well. And immediately the flow of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that power from him had gone out, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this, but the woman fearing and trembling aware of what had happened to her came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be cured of your disease so you see how serious it was remember that law in leviticus anybody Anybody who touched anything that they had been sitting on or laying on or whatever was unclean. And the fact that she she was herself unclean. So remember, she couldn't really go out among people because when she had this uh, flow of blood, this disorder happening, she was unclean. So she would be risking her life and other people's lives by making them unclean. So more than likely, she was very careful about when she did go out but probably stayed in like a whole lot of times when she may not have wanted to and so by her actually going in in a crowd because remember Jesus was in a crowd it was people pressing him that meant she had to go in among those people and she may have been touching people and then she touched Jesus himself she touched his clothes so that pretty much would have made him unclean now but hallelujah he is the truth and she said if i just touch him i'll be healed so thank god the truth is that you can get your healing and when she touched jesus as she believed she was healed it said the blood dried up so her disorder had stopped which made her clean hallelujah 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 and remember how i said she went to those physicians for 12 for those 12 long years she had been going to physicians and it said she spent all her money trying to get well but it said she didn't even get a tad bit better as a matter of fact it said she got worse that's what i'm talking about these shady doctors and these treatments and stuff they be giving out to people sometimes that they know ain't gonna make them better and if even if not make them better 
it could make them worse because you go in for one thing, they give you some kind of pills or something else to do or to take, and then you get something else. And then you go back for something for that, and then you get something else. And before you know, you got 10, 12, 20 something, 30 something different medications that you gotta take. And so it said this lady, she done spent all her money and she was worse, but she said, oh, I'm gonna risk this, that. She said, I don't care what they say, I don't care what happened to me. If they kill me, if they if they gonna kill me, let them kill me. But I'm gonna get my heal and I believe if I reach this man, I'm gonna be healed. And she risked it all, went out there among all them people, touched his garment, knowing what could happen because of the law and she was healed and jesus hallelujah jesus knew something had happened even though with a crowd around him he said who touched me and his disciples gonna try to play him and say now nah, you know all these people around you pressing in and you tell my son who touched me he said no i felt virtue come out of me that's somebody who had faith somebody who believed because it could be a whole lot of people claiming that they believe and they know something and they don't really believe it they saying stuff but they don't really believe what they saying but this woman she believed and she was desperate and when she touched him and she said I believe if I touch him I'll be healed she touched him and she was healed and that was true power and he said woman lady daughter okay <laughs> it's, a, it's a daughter it depends on what account you you read all right he said your faith has made you well and she was cured she was healed of her disease so again is there anything too hard for god is there any sickness any pain that is too hard for god jesus showed us no she had been sick for 12 long years and the physicians would have said ain't no cure and people said ain't no help hallelujah but she believed in the word of god which says god can heal all our diseases and jesus demonstrated that it could be done and she touched him and received her healing well i got a question for you do you know what jesus did apparently what the shady doctors did order jesus did heal the sick Now check this out. Jesus even healed people just by saying they were, even when they weren't close by for him to touch or for them to touch him. I mean, he was physically in one place and they were in another. So you know that had to be God. And an account of that happens in Matthew 8 verses 5 through 13, which reads, when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, begging him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, terribly tormented. Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go and he goes and to another come and he comes and to my slave do this and he does it now when jesus heard this he was amazed and said to those who were following truly i say to you i've not found such great faith with anyone in israel 
And I say to you that many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown out into the outer darkness. In that place, there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. You hear that? He was healed at that very moment that Jesus said. Okay, Jesus didn't have to touch him. The servant didn't have to touch him. It says he was healed at that very moment it was said. So, again, another way that he healed people was just by saying they were healed. No touching involved. Sometimes Jesus told people to receive what they wanted, including their healing. And in Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43, it reads... Now, as Jesus was approaching Jericho, a man who was blind was sitting by the road begging. But when he heard a crowd going by, he began inquiring what this was. They told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, and he called out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way were sternly telling him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? And he said, Lord, I want to regain my sight. And Jesus said to him, regain your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he regained his sight and began following him, glorifying God. And when all the people saw it, they gave praise to God. You see that? Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And he said, I want my sight. And once Jesus said, you got your sight, it's because of your faith. Immediately, this man who was blind could see. So that was one of the ways that Jesus healed people was that he just told them, you got it. You already got it. (laughs) Praise God. Sometimes he gave an instruction to follow, like in Luke 17 verses 11 through 19 which reads, while he was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, 10 men with leprosy who stood at a distance met him. And they raised their voices saying, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. When he saw him, he said to him, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. But Jesus responded and said, Weren't there ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. So, He basically told them, just go show yourself to the priest. And when they followed the instruction, they were healed. Psalm 
What has God done for you lately? If healing you should praise him. What has God done for you lately? If healing you should praise him. Now, pop quiz. What were the ways we covered that Jesus healed folks? I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Start now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Time's up. <laughs> Yay to all y'all that got them all. But if you didn't, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Jesus healed people by one, laying hands on them. Two, them touching him. Three, saying they were healed even when they weren't in the same place he was. Four, telling them to receive their healing. And five, giving them an instruction to follow. And guess what? Jesus said we could do the same thing he did in John 14. Child, he talking about you and me. And if you flip on over to Mark 16, verses 17 through 18, he tells us the signs that will follow those who believe and laying hands on the sick and them recovering, a.k.a. being healed, was one on, baby. Do you believe the Father and Jesus did it? And do you believe through them we can today? And if you repented of your sins and accepted Jesus Christ, a.k.a. Yeshua HaMashiach, as your Lord and Savior, do you believe you can heal and be healed? And just in case you haven't received salvation yet, but want to, because you want to be able to heal like Jesus, wait till a little further in the episode or skip ahead for an invitation to receive it. You can also check out the episode, What Must We Really Do to Be Saved, for more information concerning it. And if anybody's never heard of or know anyone who's been healed by the power of God, I testify to you that I have. And not only that, but I have helped heal others in some of the very ways Jesus did. Let me just share a few to let you know Jesus and Father God are truth, baby. One of them was a lady I met in another country who had pain in different parts of her body, mainly her side abdomen area and head. I asked her permission to pray for her, which she gave me. I laid my hands on the areas of pain and prayed. Although she didn't speak English, I tried communicating to let her know I was praying to God and that it was him who would heal her. And guess what happened? She let me know the pain went away, baby. Glory to God. But that ain't the end because another day she came to where I was. And when I let her in, she sat on my bed. And remember I told you she didn't speak English. So she didn't have the words to tell me what she wanted. But she asked for what she wanted by her body language to let me know her side was in pain. And she took my hand and put my hand on her same side abdomen that I lay hands on before to let me know she knew and understood that by the laying on of hands her pain was healed she knew there was some power that made a difference in her life that day and she wanted it again and she got it baby 
And I wanted to make sure she knew to whom honor was due, which was not me, by showing her my Bible and trying to communicate as best as possible that it was by God she was healed. Now, do you know she worshiped Buddha, but didn't go to Buddha for healing? but came to where she received power to be healed through the God I believe and serve and who heals and gave us the power to do the same. Hallelujah. Then there was a young man who had been a student of mine. He was about 17 and in a totally different country from where I was. It had been a little while since we had been in communication, so I asked him how he had been doing, which he said, not good. He told me he had just got a part-time job not too long before, but was hit with some bad news from the doctor that his heart wasn't good and that he had triple heart valve reflux. I told him, I was going to pray for his healing and divine help and that God is a healer by Jesus' stripes we heal. I told him nothing's too hard for God and it don't matter what facts are presented by the world. God's word is true and because he created the world and is sovereign over it, his words are superior to anything presented in the world. And when we believe this, what's in the world must obey his words. After praying, I told him that God heard and that he was healed by Jesus' stripes and for him to believe. I told him that for any doubt or bad reports that may come, don't think on them, but only say by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. Now, I left out that the country he was in was Iraq and he was Muslim. So he knew about Jesus as they know him in Islam, but it ain't as a healer. However, he agreed and believed in his healing that very day and said he say the scripture. Did you catch those ways Jesus demonstrated used here? I told him he was healed while we were in different places. I told him to receive his healing by believing. And I instructed him to say the scripture no matter what was said or felt. Do you know that we talked about this after three in the morning, my time. And in less than 33 hours later, I got a message from him saying he'd gone to the doctor two hours earlier. And thank God that he was fine and his heart was good. And I said, so they couldn't find a problem anymore. To which he said, yes. And without asking, he sent a copy of the actual test results signed off by the doctor. And by doing that, he did what Jesus told the lepers to do. Go show yourself to the officials who give clearance by the world set process that you authentically heal. But you know what? That was just proof on the world. Because baby... His healing came about from the moment the prayer was heard and he believed for it was by his faith that he was healed. Glory to God. There's no sickness or pain that's too hard for our God to heal. Jesus showed us how it's done before he went away and jesus also said 
a sign of those who do believe. They lay hands on the sick and they recover. There can be healings if, if you believe. God still the same, it is His will. For all to be healed, if we receive, we must believe. By faith we can both heal and be healed. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, what did Jesus do? He healed people, not just giving a temporary fix, but real deal, holy feel, cured their diseases. And he said that we can do the same thing. As a matter of fact, he said it's one of the signs that follow those who believe. But don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own study, pray, and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, according to Romans chapter 10 verse 9, all you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G-T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G. T-B-S-T-E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance, and God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.